Today's episode is difficult for me to share, but I'm still excited to share it. Um, it's hard for me to share, but that's why I want to share it. And I'm excited to share it with you. Now that I've recorded it, it feels good. It feels light. And But I, just, just so you know, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just going to let you hear. I just want you to dive into it so you can hear it raw. Um, but yeah, I've never done an episode like this. That's for sure. And yeah, you're going to hear more of me, more of my story, more open um, than I've been before. And, and it's time that I share this vulnerable truth with you. Thank you for being here. Um, let's begin this episode. Welcome to the Feeling Free Podcast. My name is Ben Harris, also known as the Fear Guy. My job is to help you feel more free in your life with the love and relationships, self-worth, and much more. I'm happy you're here. I love you. I believe in you. Let's break free from fear together. Hello, everyone. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see that the sun is bright, shining bright on my face because it is evening, sunset time. But today I'm recording something that I am nervous to talk about. <laughs> um, and you'll hear why in a moment. Um, today I'm going to share my fear and vulnerable truth like I never have before. A lot of people have asked, uh, Ben, what are you afraid of? You know, like whether it's in podcasts or just social media, my clients, the you know, people I work with in any fashion, they want to know, what does the fear guy fear? <laughs> like, and, uh, and so this is, yeah, I'm going to tell you a story. I'm going to take you through some things, uh, but I'm uncomfortable sharing what I'm about to share, but I feel that it's necessary because I've been hiding behind my role as a quote-unquote expert and I haven't been as vulnerable or as open as I would like to be. I know I don't owe this to anyone. I'm not I'm not doing this because like I need to be more vulnerable to connect with people or to make sales or to you know like because that's what social media influencers do. It's not that and we'll get to that later because that's actually what has turned me off to being vulnerable interestingly enough. Um but I know I don't owe this to anyone. I don't feel that at all. This is coming purely from a place of wanting to dive deeper into my own truth, into my own fear, to be free from layers of fear that I have not been willing to acknowledge and say out loud up until now. So this will definitely be therapeutic, <laughs> uh, but it's still uncomfortable for me. And you'll understand why. Because... I mean, you'll hear it, why, but I understand you already know why, because acknowledging fear and working with fear is uncomfortable in itself. Um, but I feel, yeah, this is, you'll, you'll hear why, why this is uncomfortable for me. But as we begin, I want to thank Hallie Rose, um, who invited me to go deeper during a recent podcast conversation. And that is what has sparked me to really share this with you. Um, and while recording, she asked me to share something that I hadn't figured out yet. Like it was towards the end of the episode. She asked me like all the typical, not typical questions, but 
things that I was, you know, prepared for, ready for, that I've studied for, that I've experienced, that I can answer. And I was asking her questions, coaching her a bit. And then she asked me to share something. And then I did share something. And she was like, Ben, I'm going to invite you to even go beyond that. <laughs> and I'm excited to share this episode with you because it was it was funny. She was like, Ben, I know that you have the answers. I know that it's comfortable for you to have these, you know, quotables or to have it figured out and to seem like the expert in this way. But she invited me to share something that I hadn't figured out yet. That wasn't maybe neatly tied up with the bow. Um, something that I didn't have the answer for. And she lovingly nudged me two or three times to go deeper because I so I so naturally self-coach myself through it to be just positive, to reframe it immediately. Like that's how my brain works. Uh, and that's a good thing. Like I'm so happy that that's a part of me. But honestly, what that, and I'll talk about how my childhood has even influenced that. And, uh, but the interesting thing about it is sometimes I resist or I don't feel um, as deeply as I would like to for someone like me, like I want to experience all of life. I want to feel, I want to experience the spectrum and the depth and the, the rapture, the deliciousness, just, Oh, that the richness of life. I don't want to just be surface level and avoid and not feel and hide. That's, that's not who I want to be. And so she had to ask me two or three times to go deeper (laughs) And I'm so happy that she did um, because it allowed me to go into this exposed place that I have been subconsciously, it's and a bit consciously resisting. And I want to also thank Belle, my partner, my love. Oh, getting a bit emotional, but who has made it almost impossible to hide. <laughs> Because she is so, she's conscious. It's a conscious relationship, the most complimentary, the most aware, vulnerable, compassionate, communicative, all the things that I've wanted. And you'll find out more about us and her later in an episode. I'm not sure when, but it'll happen. Of, let's like, it's funny just how when you, like you think you want this relationship of, you know, open communication, honesty, truth, sharing, um, reflecting, giving honest feedback, sharing your truth when it's uncomfortable. And it's like, it's beautiful. And I, I wouldn't have it any other way. Like I can't imagine not having it any other way. Um, but I have felt exposed and raw <laughs> because she is so conscious, self-aware and insanely intuitive and my fear has tried to protect me um, by wanting to shut down or not feeling emotions, not fully expressing and filtering my truth. And she and our container has allowed me to access a lot of what I didn't expect to, which I'm so grateful for. And yeah, Belle, I love you. I'm so grateful for you. Um, our experience that we continue to explore and create in the highest form of creating the highest expression that we can. And 
it makes me nervous even in that setting while while I'm here on this topic because it's like I like I still feel like have fears in that like I I'm not an expert in relationships like I'm an expert on myself as you know as well as I could be like I I can be alone all day I can be alone I can meditate I can travel by myself I can work on myself but when it involves someone else I'm like it's you get exposed in a whole another way and you can't hide and that's the scary thing about it why I think people subconsciously resist it and I've experienced why my how my own fears try to protect me and looking at even how men I can understand not just men but being uh, a man myself how these relationships can uh, influence or cause us to shut down um, but I wouldn't have it any other way because it's so amazing and expansive and beautiful and just full of growth um, and you'll hear more about that later but the fear I'm going to share with you today came up during my recent recent course launch. So I have a course out, Fear Alchemy, for coaches, creators, healers, anyone with share, with feeling fear, um, with sharing their message, you know, unlocking their gifts, sharing their gifts, and teaching and guiding and showing up in their power, all the different things, any way why you're not sharing and expressing your gifts, your power, your voice with unwavering confidence. That's what it's about. And the summary of it all is that on pre-launch day, it didn't go as I had hoped. I had prepared for weeks for it. And I mean weeks, like I got, like I planned, I had all these cool ideas. I got the wait list ready. I got lots of people on the wait list. Like I was pumped. I was like, what? Like I hit my goal, almost my goal with how many people were on the wait list. You know, I got people on a text, um, just so I could send them texts, which I had never done, which I was excited for. I wrote emails. I wrote the best posts that I think I've ever written. Like, and they were just, they weren't forced, but they were just like inspired and they, and they correlated or directly correlated to the course. Um, I got the sales page way done in advance ahead of time, like all the language. And most importantly, I had worked on my frequency with this more than I ever have. Usually, you know, I have used so much just, oh, I guess this is what I do with a course. Um, or this is, you know, with projects. Not with courses in in particular. I haven't done that many. What, this is my third or fourth one. And I haven't launched all of them. Um, but... I guess my, my intentions and my why behind it was more clear than ever before. I was getting into the frequency every single day. Like I was journaling, I was meditating, I was even just visualizing, just like getting centered, focused to prepare for this. So you could feel it so much more than just words, right? It wasn't, I was meticulously encoding the sales page or my messages my energy, what what I didn't even say. So you could just feel it. You could feel the love. You could feel the power and the truth in everything I did. Like my offerings were are speaking for themselves. Yeah, I did this so you could feel it and know it for you. Like, yeah, the words are important and to get clear and direct, but I wanted you just like, just to have my alignment and my energy in sync more than ever before. And it was and it is. And I was so stoked. I was like, man, I just feel different. I'm ready. I'm excited. <laughs> this is so cool. And I spent um, 
pre-launch day. I guess it was like a soft launch day because it was just for the wait list. And so wait list launch day Friday. Sunday was, you know, everything was going public. And I even had this idea in my mind. And I'm going to be more uh, honest. Like I am honest, but can just fully expressed than I ever have. And you'll hear, like, I do have some fear with fully expressing that. And you'll hear why in a second. Um, but so I forgot what I was going to express. <laughs> um, but so, like, I spent the day um, having fun. Like, I wanted to do something differently. Um, like, with the other courses, I was anxiously checking if anyone had signed up. You know, it was kind of like the hustle and force and convince method, even though that didn't feel right. And I kind of tried to do it differently. This, I feel completely differently. And I wanted this container to feel different and be different. And I wanted myself to um, have this be easy and fun. And so I spent that day just, you know, having fun, eating good food, my favorite food. I, you know, go swimming, laying in the sun, having fun with Belle. I even prepared my energy and mantras like when I got home from that fun day I like meditated and I prepared my energy I was saying my mantra which was I know my power before and after the result um, and then once I looked at the results I was like surprised and like bummed it was an interesting I was just like surprised I was like what I was like no one I mean like on this day, so on this day specifically, like someone signed up before this day, um, but specifically for this launch day, as you can probably tell, this is uncomfortable for me to say, and this is just an exercise for me with sharing my truth. Um, so thanks for being here and being patient, but uh, no one signed up, and I was like, damn. <laughs> And for me, it was just like, I was seriously surprised. I had a goal, guys, of, man, I know this. I'm going to fill this up, if not in the first two days with the wait list, to I'm going to fill it up soon. Like, just because, like, I feel so good about it. And this thing is so good. Like, it's it's right on point. People need it. So many people I, I can feel and see that I've spoken to and worked with and DMs, comments, the energy, the feels, all the things. And so I prepared myself, you know, I was in this, I was in this like good place. And then once I was, I wasn't too bummed right away, but, um, so I went into meditation to activate my trust and get into a place of surrender, um, and know that there's so much happening that I couldn't see. And I still know that, um, I know that there's so much that, I like guys, I've had too much evidence in my life to where things aren't going my way with my ego doesn't want like, it's like, I can't see the proof right away or in this way, but I have, there's so many things that have, I'm happy didn't go my way, but it's still like being a human, it gets frustrating and annoying when things don't go my way. And because it's like, man, like, I thought this was so different. I thought this was like, I was operating so purely and powerfully and working with fear. Um, 
and talking about fear, um, this is medicine for me. Like everything I do is medicine for me. And I've done work before this. I know everything has perfectly prepared me for this. The work that I've personally done, the work that I've done with clients and groups and retreats and podcasts, all the things, studies, like everything I've done has prepared me for this moment. But even the thing itself is medicine. And and I know that's the same for everyone with whatever you're dealing with. Money is medicine. Relationships are medicine. Your job is medicine. Um, Like any, all just feedback in general, like life, how someone responds to you is medicine. How like getting angry in traffic is feedback and medicine, you know, like everything is. Um, so I wasn't initially too bummed, but then after two and a half days of no more sales, I started to get more annoyed and I started to worry that only one person would be signed up and I did all this work and like I was, it was a weird, like I was annoyed and you know, I tried my best to trust it and to enjoy the process but my ego was still struggling with surrendering. And I was in this place of like, I kept wanting to figure out in my brain what more I could do. Like I was heavily in my brain um, trying to figure out, okay, like what more can I do? Like, what can I say? What can I post? Like these types of things. Um, And the ironic thing, like what I journaled on launch day, I don't have my journal with me, but what I said was I've done all that I can do and now it's like out of my hands like I'm letting go of the wheel and I just trust that it's happening exactly how it's supposed to and I'm just surrendering because I truly have given my best and I know that I have um and I guess that's part of the thing that was frustrating for me is like dang is my best not good enough I was like have I reached my limit that was part of a doubt that creeped in my brain of yeah, that's, that hits home. I don't, I, I have some notes later of things, but I just realized that speaking to you now is, is my best not good enough? That's pretty heavy. Is my best not good enough? Oof. Yeah, that's, that's a deep one that, that hits because of course my logical brain knows the answer to that and I can self coach myself out of it. And that's when the podcast with Hallie that I mentioned earlier was like divine timing because I can self-coach myself myself out of anything. Like I know the answers, I can get there, um, but that doesn't mean it's still, like I still don't like bounce back and forth between it. And I was in a space to be exposed in that conversation with Hallie in the best way, in a loving, accepting, but no bullshit way. Like um, what I learned from that impromptu healing session and that conversation that we had we had a conversation after the podcast and in the podcast um, is the fear that I learned is that I have a fear of not looking like an expert or I have a fear of um, not looking like I don't know what I'm doing. Um, It's not a fear of failure per se. Um, It's actually the fact of being in the limbo is like excruciating to me, like in this window of, did it work? Did I not work? Did I do it right? Did I do it wrong? And I like to know what something is so I can categorize it in my brain. Like I'm good at compartmentalizing. And so I can categorize it in my brain. And so whether it's success, whether it's a failure, whether it's somewhere in between, whatever it is, then I can move on. So surrendering to the unknown and being in the present moment has been challenging because like, yes, logically, and even in my heart, like I do know 
that um, it's happening for me. Like, I know that. I trust it. I really do. But I was still in my head. The ego did not like what was happening. And in that conversation with Hallie, which I'm excited for you to hear, um, she gave me feedback of, you know, being more in my heart. And in the healing session we did, it was really cool um, because there was some things happening in my heart. And that is like my superpower. One of my superpowers is like, I do love, like I am sensitive. I am sweet. I am soft. Like I love so much. And I get that a lot that people, you know, see me. And that's why people, a lot of people feel safe around me. And I'm able to do what I do with coaching and other things because people feel that love and they feel safe. But it's almost like I, I keep it somewhat closed because it's almost like I'm afraid of that power. I am afraid of, hmm, I'll say it for now that I'm afraid of it, but we'll, we'll do, we'll, we're going to work through it together so you guys can see um, how I do this. Um, not as much, like I've already stepped into it and released a lot of, so this, this is still fresh, I mean, within a few days of when I'm sharing this, but I work pretty quickly, like my activations, my leveling up, my rememberings, my codes and downloads, like, like I, I move pretty quick, um, fortunately, um, but yeah, that, that's an interesting fear to like reflect on. And so I forgot where I was, but anyway, so with Hallie, um, what was happening within the heart is yeah, that fear of like my power. And I had a healing session last week, past life regression healing session. And that came up too of like, I have a fear of being viewed as like the bad king which means like, I know I'm a good king, but the best or the great kings know that are willing to be misunderstood. And that even has to go in with like my heart of, it's like my heart just wants to like explode and unleash like, like a, like a, like a wildfire. Um, and that doesn't mean it's going to burn something down, but it's almost like that power of like, Oh my gosh, like what is this going to do? Um, and like, I feel that and it's still releasing, it's still evolving and I'm okay saying that, but it's, it's taken me a lot of practice and Bell has helped me with this practicing, just saying my emotions. Like that's something that I haven't been amazing at just because of my childhood. I wanted to be Mr. Positive all the time, um, with my mom and, you know, when we struggled with finances and she had like five kids to take care of being a single mom. And I, I wanted to make life easy on easier on her. So I wanted to be positive. I didn't want to be a nuisance. I didn't want to be, um, a hassle in any way. And being Mr. Positive, being smart, being driven, being loving and sweet um, being well obeyed was praised when I was a kid, like it, it was celebrated. And so what has led to that now, going back to the fear of not being looking like an expert or the fear of um, not looking like I have it figured out, 
it, it directly ties into this because also as a kid, I was told that I, I'm special and like, I know I am and I believe everyone is. It's obviously not every kid is told that by multiple people from teachers, from church leaders to friends, parents, to my parents, grandparents, like multiple adults. And so I believed it. And so what has happened now in my adulthood, like if I'm anything but special, if I'm anything but miraculous, then I feel not good enough. And this kind of goes with perfectionism. I don't completely identify with the word perfectionism because I know like I'm not trying to be perfect, but it's it's like a, if I'm not amazing, like if I'm not the best, if I'm second rate, if I don't win, kind of not necessarily in sports, but what resonates the most with me, like if I'm not, um, yeah, the word special just kind of comes into that, right? Like, um, yeah, like not, if I'm not a special, I guess it, it confirms like if this isn't successful or doesn't go the way that I think it will, then I'm not as special as I think I am. I'm not as smart as I think I am. I'm not as successful as I think I am. I'm not as cool as I m- want to look or, and I want to, I want to look like I have it figured out. I want to look like an expert. So if it doesn't go that way, then that must mean that I am um, not special or that I'm not an expert and that I'm, that I don't know what I'm doing. And so, yeah. And that directly ties into not being good enough too. And hopefully you can hear, I'm just like talking, like I do have some notes written down, but I'm just talking this out as we go. (laughs) So, um, yeah, it's a persona. I have this persona of wanting to know it all. Um, I want to be all knowing and I want to have it together all the time because that's what I had to do as a kid. And I got praised for it. I got celebrated for it and it's paid off for me. Like I've like all the promotions I've got, all the cool things I've done in my life is because of that. And it's interesting, right? Because as a kid, you, you get either, you know, that you get the stick or the carrot, meaning how, I mean, I'm not sure about parenting nowadays. I mean, it's still probably, I mean, there's a lot of conscious parenting happening, but I imagine the majority of the world is still, um, using like you punish kids, right? You either punish them or you celebrate them. Um, you tell them good job. Um, probably often too much. It's, it's punishing. And that's, it's, that's another thing where probably the, I imagine most people are in is just trying to, that's why they have a lot of fears trying to avoid those things. And that's, they're trying to receive love, you know, but for me, it was actually, I fear not getting the recognition. I fear not being the best. I fear not being special. And that has now become punishment to me. So it's not like, hey, you did a bad job, you're punished. It's if I'm not succeeding, if I'm not special, then that's the punishment to me, just like with myself, which is interesting. Um, so, and that had to do with, in the podcast with Hallie, um, she, she reflected to me that, Ben, you are comfortable in the space of being the expert. You... And you are comfortable, you know, holding space and giving advice. And Bell has told me that before. He's like, Ben, you're so good at um, holding space that it's annoying. And I love that. Like, that's such good. Like, I love getting that recognition. Um, But what's more challenging for me 
and my opportunity is to, you know, like ask for help or like admit when I don't have it figured out or feel the sad feelings or feel angry. Um, and I now know that just because I feel sadness doesn't make me a sad person and feeling angry doesn't make me an angry person. I can experience the full range of emotions and being in the relationship with Bell has helped me so much just like practice, just saying like, like I'm feeling this, like that doesn't make me, I am that thing, but just practicing like it's, it's so funny and so simple, but that's one thing that has just been helpful is just like, there's no need to do anything about it just by simply acknowledging and stating what emotions are, um, that my human body is experiencing just stating those um, to someone who's willing to hear that and just be compassionate and loving and hold that space has been helpful for me Um, because it's like I, you know, I didn't feel like I could feel anything but positive. I didn't feel like I could could be anything but um, amazing. Um, And so that has motivated me a lot, right? Like that is why I wanted to be the best. That's you know, why some people like myself have a fear of like, like some people, some, like everyone's fears are different and it's okay, right? Like we can, the root of them basically is like, you're not good enough or that you're not lovable for almost every single person. They could be nuanced, but that's almost always the root of everything if you go deep enough. But, uh, yeah, (laughs) it's like, um, my, lack or unwillingness to feel um the spectrum because i think that it would that it would make me less than not weak but just not celebrated or not having it all figured out and so that's definitely the trend um and so what i want to do is i haven't done this yet i've saved this for this podcast episode of my fear alchemy reframing steps um i want to do this live which I don't, I've never done this before. (laughs) So, um, I've never done this. Like, you know, usually again, I'm the one helping. I'm the one inspiring. I'm the one leading. And so it's, you know, less comfortable for me to be the one that needs the help or needs, um, who doesn't have it figured out. And, uh, like in truly owning that, but before we get to that, um, I want to share something and something else that I figured out is I've actually had resistance. So back in the day when I started social media stuff, I was being vulnerable, but it was usually because of like, not just because of a strategy, you know, like it, it's well known that it's like, oh, people connect with vulnerability and openness. Um, and so I was like, okay, like, of course I want to, you know, be successful and get more followers and all the things. So I started being more vulnerable and I, it was still coming from a good place, but I think it was a bit forced. And once I figured that out, um, and I started to see how manipulative people were and how inauthentic people were, it actually turned me off. And, uh, and that's why I've had a resistance to being vulnerable out of fear of manipulating you um, because I've seen it with the online world, coaches, marketing, a lot of it is just fear-based um, and possibly even experiences as a kid where 
emotions and vulnerability can manipulate you into doing something. And I didn't want to do that. So out of my fear of being out of integrity, um, I guess I've started to hold back and hide a little, a little bit. I've definitely, I mean, this isn't all, this isn't mutually exclusive. Like I've definitely stepped into my power a lot and I know I've, I know you can see that. I know you can feel that depending how long you've been around. Um, I've definitely like evolved like a mofo, like crazy. This is just one micro thing compared to the macro. Um, but that's just an interesting share because, and you guys might relate to that potentially. Um, maybe, maybe not. Um, but I just thought that was interesting that like I had an, uh, an aversion to being vulnerable or even marketing, um, and advertising because I was like, I don't want to do that because I guess it's sleazy. And I used to think that about sales, but then I, you know, had to do sales with clients and I got over that. But then I saw how that, how, when I was doing that was also not pure in the way and authentic in the way that I want to do it. And so I stepped away from doing sales in that way. Um, that doesn't mean sales or marketing is bad. And I had the recent enlightenment, uh, reflection learning that I really like is that, let me go to this note in my computer. So what I wrote is how can people know if I'm not clear? Like not all marketing is fear-based and manipulative. Um, like marketing and copywriting advertising can bring out more of me and I can be even more clear and direct, you know, share more of my story and heart. And I wrote the question, what does authentic sharing look like? And I think that's the key for me. Um, and, and maybe some of you, and I know if you're here, you, you, you relate to me, right? And because we are so heart centered and that's, you know, partially why I am doing this course is because there are so many heart centered people who don't, who are afraid of their power because it's icky or it feels wrong or, um, you know, they don't want to offend people or, or they want to be nice. Um, they're worried about disappointing important people in their lives. Um, there's so many interesting intricacies of being a nice person, <laughs> but, and that's why I feel so called is because we need you. Like we need more people like us more than, I don't want, I don't know if I want to say more than the other people, but, um, we need more of our voices because we are those, um, I'll say pure, like that's, what's coming to my mind, like pure voices who are heart centered, who are in their heart and in their soul and want to do good, not just for money, not just to be successful. Like, yes, we want those things because those are awesome tools and we deserve those too. But like we do it because, man, we really want to inspire people. We love what we do. We want to be fulfilled. We want to live on purpose. We want to be aligned. We want to share love and wisdom out of kindness and just love, um, not to manipulate, control, or use people. And so um, what I've learned, and this is a very new realization, which I'm excited about, is actually how can marketing make me even more clear on my message? How can it bring more me out? Um, because maybe I'm not sharing something that's that'd be really cool to share that could help someone, not to change my message, not to alter it 
or to try and influence people, but how can I get even just more clear, more direct um, with my story and with my heart and share authentically in that way? So I thought, I thought that was a cool reframe with marketing, advertising, or um, even sales in that way too. So I thought that was cool. All right, now let's do this reframe. So this is, if you've been on, I've done this on podcasts uh, with certain people that have posted on the show, previous episodes. I do this with clients. I do this in retreats. Uh, I've done this in um, some online events before. So you might've heard this, but if you haven't, this is, you know, this, these are the simple steps that I have found, um, to be just incredibly useful and just so simple yet so profound and that they're practical tools that you can use every day. And so if you're here listening, you can take these questions and apply them into your life. And this is, you know, what working with me looks like. This is what the course is going to look like. Um, but again, but I don't believe that you need me. Like, um, yes, I know I'm powerful. Yes, I know I ask questions in a new powerful way that most people don't see it or hear it or observe it. Um, but you can do this too. And I want you to believe in your power that you don't need to be fixed and you already have the tools and truth inside of you. And that's really what we're doing and I'm doing through these sessions, through these breakthroughs, through these steps. So let me take you through me. And this is actually really fun for me to do. (laughs) So step one, so get out your notepads so you can write these down or just, I guess, just vibe with it. Um, But feel free to write this down. So number one is identify your belief. Um, And so it might take some, you know, asking questions and uh, teasing out and asking why and, you know, some, some things to get to the root, to get to the root belief. But let's, but we already know the root belief because we've already, I've already shared it. (laughs) So the root belief is that if this isn't successful, um, then I'm not special, right? Then I'm not important, basically. That's really what that means, right? Then if, like, if this isn't a huge success, like, and that's real for me, just, it might be different for you, but I have such an expectation, like, if it's not a huge success, if it's not big, if it's not extravagant in this way, then, um, then it means I'm not as special, uh, I'm not important, I'm not cool, or I don't, I'm not an expert, which really what that means is just I'm not good enough. Like, uh, if I'm not, if it doesn't happen in this way, then I'm not good enough and it feels like a punishment. So my belief with this is that, okay, like, yeah, I gave you the nuanced version of it, but the simple version of it is, is I'm not good enough. Like, if this, if I don't sign up this many people, if this doesn't fill up, then that means I'm not good enough, right? So the next step, step two is, um, is this true? Um, and we can only answer yes or no. Is this true? Well, I know that's not true. One, because I've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> right? So uh, I know the logical steps. But if you are taking th- yourself through something similar right now through 
a fear or limiting belief. Um, I want you to answer not just logically, but can you really feel it? Do you know it? Um, because what we're doing in this setting is we're yes, knowing it logically, and then we're feeling it, and then we're bringing it into our body. It's really important that we do all of the things is because sometimes you can logically know the thing, um, but then you really got to feel it. But then sometimes it's like you can, you might feel it, but we're missing the logical piece. So it's really important to bring everything in. So is this true? You can only answer yes or no. So for me, I know, no, that's absolutely not true. I know that if this one thing doesn't work the way that I think it's going to, um, no, like I know that that's, that's the opposite. I know. Yeah. I like, I truly know in my being fully that it is not true. Let's go to step number three. Step number three is does this thought slash feeling or belief benefit me? So does this belief of if I'm not a crazy success and it looks this exact way, does this, and I'm not good enough and I'm not special. Does that benefit me? Yes or no? Only answer yes or no. No, that does not benefit me, right? Because it actually hinders me and does the opposite of what I wanted to do. It disempowers me. It makes me less effective to the people that I want to be of service to. Um, so step number four is what's another possibility? Um, another, like what's another way to look at this belief or this scenario? So I know like another possibility is that it's happening perfectly and there's a crazy universal source, God designed plan that I have, that my limited human brain cannot conceive. Um, and it's happening so much better that, that I could plan for so much better than I, I could even imagine. So, um, I know like that's another possibility and I know that could be happening. Step number five is what do I want to believe? Ooh, this is good. I actually have to really think about this one. <laughs> so what do I want to believe? <sighs> I want to believe kind of like what my mantra said. Um, my mantra was, I know my power and I know my worth before and after any, before and after any result. But I want to know that I'm good enough. And you'll hear this in the podcast with Hallie, but I know that I'm good enough. Like, I know that I'm special and infinitely, just massively loved through and through, no matter what happens, no matter what I do or don't do or say or be is that I am loved and I am enough. That's what um, hits home for me. That's what feels good to me, is that I am truly loved. Um, yeah. And that I am enough. That, that but the loved piece is, is resonating more right now. And so now, the last step is that we replace the new thought, the new belief with one with the old one, right? So the old one was, if I'm not successful in this grand way, if it doesn't happen perfectly, then I am not good enough. I'm not special. Now I replace that with, I am loved. Like I am infinitely loved regardless of the result. So whatever you've done, 
or if you're just listening to me or you're doing the thing, listen and feel how different that feels compared to the first one. The first one is like heavy and just sickening. <laughs> um, and no wonder, right? Like how our brain works is we're thinking in these absolutes. And a lot of people don't realize like when you have that thought of any point in your life, it's a trigger to your emotion and it's a trigger to your belief, to your belief system. So that's when you feel stress, when you feel anxiety, when you feel panic, when you feel fear, that's, there's so much more happening underneath and in your subconscious than you realize. And in your programming, in your conditioning, like even for me, what I've just said of, I'm, when I have this belief of like, oh, this is annoying and frustrating, it's pinging a belief and it's confirming that like, oh, Ben, like you're not good enough. Um, you're not loved. You're not special. Um, you don't know what you're doing. And even though I'm not consciously thinking that, that's what's being signaled. And it just confirms that belief over and over. And so when you reframe and you break it down and you take the time to look at it with this new perspective of your brain thinks in the absolute because that's just how it operates. But the so when you ask it in a black or white binary fashion like this, like we just did, you can see, oh, that's not true. No, that doesn't benefit me. What's another possibility? What do I want to believe? Oh, this is like, this is really the truth. Like, I know this is the truth and that's what I want to believe. And I know that this is the belief. I know this is true for me. I know that this is my truth, but even sometimes I forget and I need to remind myself um, that I am crazy loved um, and everything is happening perfectly by design beyond what I could imagine or plan for. So that is what I want to believe. And that feels much more empowering, uh, much more at ease. And I also want to believe that like, I trust, like, like I am in deep surrender and I trust like a mofo, like I trust you, God, I trust the universe. I trust, um, I trust myself. I trust life. I trust everything to happen in my benefit to learn from to experience I trust I trust period that's also what I want to believe so I hope this has been beneficial for you and even this was beneficial for me and I appreciate you being here um, in all the ways because even by you just listening you are holding space for me um, even though you're listening to this later and recorded you guys were all energetically holding space for me in a way that I've never done before. So I appreciate you all for coming back, um, listening to this, supporting me in this way. And if you feel the call um, to join the course, um, the link will be in the description. It'll be in the show notes. If you are a coach, if you are a creator, um, and if you resonate with any of what I've talked about um, and you want to you know, really figure out those beliefs, figure out those fears, and you're ready for that. I know not everyone's ready, but I know that you are ready <laughs> and you're more ready than you think you are. And, you know, you're never going to be fully ready. You're going to have to take that risk eventually. Even if it's something like me, right, of like the risk of people not signing up, um, like you can see, like, I'm still doing that, right? Like, no matter how many cool people I talk to and help is there's always that 
there's always something in there, right? And it's not to fear, it's like, I can see, right? Like, this is medicine, like, this is, I gotta walk the walk. Um, and I'm always expanding and learning more about myself and my own beliefs and my own subconscious and my soul. And I'm always remembering more and more, which I'm grateful for. Um, and I can't imagine not taking the risk, you know? I can't imagine not living my dreams. I can't Im not imagine not living my truth, not living my highest self, my highest purpose, being aligned with that. Like, um, not taking a risk is a guarantee of disappointing outcomes. So again, you're never going to be fully ready. You got to take that risk into the outcome, into the unknown where you can't predict the outcome. And I would start thinking about if, if you're on the edge of it and like you, if you're like, Ben, this course, I know this is for me and I'm not sure, like whatever fear you have, I mean, there's money, there's readiness, like whatever it is, it's fear because like some of you listening, yes, it's not for you or, but some of you listening, you know, it's for you, but you're not doing it because of fear, which is okay. That's kind of the point, <laughs> right? It's like, that's why we're here is to feel the fear and do it anyway. That's why we're in this beautiful space together. So go to the page, go feel into it. I've asked, I have some questions on the sales page to ask yourself so you can tune into your intuition. Um, but eventually you're going to have to have your faith, your trust and belief is going to have to be greater than your fear. And it's so worth it. I promise you. So I encourage you to invest in yourself. You are worth it. Um, I love you. I believe in you. Um, it's going to be in a magical, it's going to be a magical experience with some amazing people. And I can't wait to see you. Um, all right, y'all. I think that's it. If you're on YouTube, subscribe. <laughs> if you're watching this, let me know if you made it this far on YouTube and on audio. I appreciate you guys so much. Um, yeah, leave a, leave a review if I would, or send me a message on Instagram or something about if you resonate with this episode. Um, I would love to hear from you. Uh, not that you need to, but just so I can get some feedback for myself. Um, so leave a review that helps the show get seen and by other people who are in a similar place as you, like it really does help the, the algorithm or share it with a friend, share it on Instagram. Um, there's a link in the description to leave a donation. Like if you feel call to support in that way if you know to support and to encourage the show in a monetary fashion there's so many different ways to support it like there's no one way so whatever you feel called whatever you feel inspired to do i'm grateful for you and do you do the way that is aligned for you and you feel good about and i appreciate you for being here for real um i can't wait to see you or talk to you or work with you and even if i never do i know just know that i love you and you're amazing um, all right, y'all. Until next time, see you soon.